When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I write a weekly column for Cracked called The People vs. Adam Todd Brown, and I use that column to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I come on this show to defend those opinions. Joining me today, she's a cracked writer I've never met in my goddamn life. I honestly don't even know if I know what her voice sounds like. She wants to argue with me about Portland, though, and I want to argue with everyone about everything, so here we are. Joke's on her, though, I'm just going to talk about the Trailblazers the whole time. Ladies and gentlemen, Amanda Manon. Also joining me, he's one half of the goddamn fantastic band Portugal the Man. I think the other half is in the building somewhere. How the hell do I know? I do this part of the podcast way in advance. We could all be in a van somewhere by now. Anyway, see his band on tour sometime if you get the chance and buy all their albums in all the formats, including cassette. You'll be happy you did. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach Carruthers. It's going to be a great show. John Cheese is messaging me. Is that how the podcast is going to start with me saying John Cheese is messaging me? Right. Just updates on Yahoo Messenger messages. <laughs> yeah. Because about, we use Yahoo Messenger. Yeah. Cracked still uses Yahoo Messenger. Like yeah. as a professional thing. <laughs> There's voice emoticons you can send that say, what up? Yeah. Yeah. And that's how me and Randall communicate. <laughs> so we have uh, first time guests, Zach from Portugal, the man. What's up? How hey. exciting. Hey. John's here too, but he's hiding. That's we cool. We don't give the lead singer a mic. Unless, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird thing about your band. You he'll, don't do that in concert either. Just, no, you know, no, no, man. He'll just he'll just like outshine everybody. Yeah. We can't we can't do that. Strong, do it. strong It'll, voice. Yeah, non <laughs> non amplified <laughs> yeah. live singing. And he's got to save it for the next show. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Yeah, oh, of course. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. We had adventures this weekend. We did. We did. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I should introduce everyone else first. Amanda Manon, you're on the phone. <laughs> I feel like that's a thing like anytime we have someone on the phone I feel like there's a delay so I say something and then they respond four seconds later I usually edit that part out oh okay, oh, okay. Oh, no, so what delay Ooh. yeah she's yeah. right on top of it wow yeah good point can you edit those out on the fly no you piece of shit Amanda how are you doing I'm tired <laughs> the answer is always tired <laughs> the answer is yeah we asked you before the show started and the answer was tired Alex how are you yeah I'm great yeah uh, I had a really good weekend. Yeah. I'm anticipating a really good weekend this coming weekend. Yeah. Uh, week's what, been good. What are you doing this weekend? You motherfucker. You have plans? Uh, Stop I'm, it. I'm going to a wedding in uh, in New York. Oh, you think that's going to be fun? <laughs> yeah. It's actually it's so what I'm excited about. Who's it's, getting married? It's two friends of mine. Hit yeah. it, Brad. You know, the hardest part of the show for me is the first few minutes. Because I spend all that time asking everyone else what's going on in their stupid wedding lives. When all I really want to do is talk about what I've been up to since last week why we call the segment this week in me it's about to get intense <laughs> i play this myself did you know that weird oh i know i never i've never even like 
barely play guitar, but it's... it just comes over you. Yeah, well, it's an MP3. I down, like a download. Yeah. All right, you can play it out, I guess. Yeah. No, just awesome. play the whole thing. That's fun. I'm sure that was fun for you, Amanda. Totally. I'm awake now. <laughs> <laughs> what delay? <laughs> what delay? So, yeah, we had a good weekend. Zach, we went to Malibu. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We didn't bid on the surfboard. I we regret didn't. the surfboard. I regret that. I know, I know. It was, it, was, it was tough, but it, it was fun. It was good. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was great. We yeah. uh, like the beer selection we brought. So we're a little out of place. Yeah. You know, our band, we're from Alaska. Yeah. We're not wealthy. And there's a lot of wealthy people there doing good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a, they it was were a just, good you know, thing. It was a charity yeah, was, thing. Yeah, but we felt a little out of place. So John, John, and our buddy McClay went and just bought a, a thirty pack of Pabst that we just carried around with us. Yeah, warm beer. Was, uh, I think that was a good move. It was a good time. I yeah. liked it. Uh, at one point, me and Alex were just eating tacos, and like two different people came up and asked where we got the case of beer. Yeah. yeah. Everybody was very jealous. One guy was like really mad that he was like, "It's all IPAs. Ugh, it's all IPAs." These events. I was like, "Oh, I, I don't know, man. That's fine." Yeah. Was, what like, a bummer! Yeah. Oh, all the free beer. Gross. <laughs> I know, man. Oh, that was good times. Yeah. All right, we should talk about the uh, podcast though. Yeah. My column this week is about progressive cities, not progressive cities, progressive places that aren't necessarily as progressive as they think. And uh, the reason I wanted to write about it is because I have friends in Portland who are mad at me for talking shit about Portland. Because Portland has a big thing right now where they're really worried about the influx of Californians moving to town. And it feels like an anti-immigrant kind of thing almost, where they're just like, you're ruining everything. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, totally. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's, uh, everybody, gets, everybody gets mad. Being in Portland, hardly anybody is from Portland. Yeah. We've been there a long time. We're transplants as well. So every now and then, any local will get mad at us. But it's just like you come to find out that they're not really local either. They've yeah. just been there a little longer than you. And that's all that matters. It's just uh, it's how long you've been there. Just a competition. Yep. It's all, it's all Amanda, it's how a long matter have, of time. Amanda, how long have you lived in Portland? I was born here. Oh, what? Get Ooh. in. Yeah. So, I know. Respect. <laughs> so are you on board with the anti-Californian sentiment in Portland? More just anti-awful people moving here. Like, I don't care where they're from. If they're not awful people, that's fine. But it seems like we attract the worst kind of people. Oh, have you ever lived in Los Angeles? Because <laughs> I feel like we might. No, and there's, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's that's the thing. Like, it's I get that it's, we, it's shitty having awful people move to your city. But that happens everywhere. If you're a place where people can go chase their dreams, you're going to have people who show up who should not be chasing those dreams. Like, they should chase something else <laughs> that keeps them in their hometown. Or just chase them elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, chase them around town a little bit until until they start seeming like they're going to work out. I feel like it really kicked off with Portlandia because people watched that show and they didn't get the joke. And they just said, hey, I am also... A terrible person with more money than brains. So I'm gonna go be with my people. And we are not your fucking people. So they come here and they go into these cheap neighborhoods. And because they're cheap, but then the, all the businesses start noticing, oh, there's white people here now. So and white people buy their identities. So let's go and fill it with a bunch of businesses, all these cheap, cheap places. And now, oops, we pushed out everybody who originally lived here and made this neighborhood cool. Because we've raised the prices on everything. 
I was doing some research last night at the very last minute because I like to be prepared. What? And one of the most hilarious things that I found was out of 29 census tracts in North and Northeast Portland, because that's, that's where we keep our black people, 10 were majority non-white in 2000. By 2010, none of these tracts were majority non-white. We wow. literally destroyed all of our black neighborhoods, every single one of them. My favorite thing about Portlandia, which is the only thing that I like about it, is that they have this sketch that is about a feminist bookstore, and that actually does exist. What I love about that is that that feminist bookstore is right on the edge of, like, there's, like, a visible line almost. They might as well put up a sign that says, black people on this side. It's like the eight mile of Portland. <laughs> yeah. So they, our poor black people just keep getting squished into these tinier and tinier, like, they get these little four square blocks of, like, that's where you're allowed to live. That's where you can afford to live. Like, there is no middle ground anymore because what pisses me off about this personally, because... I moved into this shithole apartment three or four years ago because I was broke, and that's where you live when you're broke. And you know, at the time, were I making decent money, I could afford to live in a decent place, in a decent neighborhood, but I didn't have any money, so I moved into this shithole, and now I have a lot of money. You guys pay me entirely too much money, and I hope you never find out. Oh, yeah, I know how that works. I can afford me, Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's same. Ridiculous. So, uh, <laughs> So I started looking around because I can afford to live, you know, I could probably afford to pay maybe twice as much rent as I'm paying now, but there are no places that are just twice as much rent as this. Everything is either it's a shithole or it's in a state. So I am stuck here in this awful place and I am blaming the Californians. I have a question and it's not to diminish what's going on in Portland, but you could say this, you could go on the same exact rant about every major city in America, whether it's yeah. L.A., we're having this problem yeah, in L.A., happening. having San this Francisco, in L.A., New York, terrible. San Francisco. Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. Not Des Moines. And that's why Des Moines. I don't live in L.A. or New York. I don't live there for a reason. <laughs> yeah. But also, I, I don't want to live in L.A. I get, I get the sense that the Portlandia thing is real... Just from one, uh, like, there's one throwaway joke in a sketch where people are at a Trek in the Park performance. Like, it's Shakespeare in the Park, but people putting on Star Trek. And then I, I read an article that that's, there's an actual troupe like that now. There's a troupe that, oh, yeah. that puts on the Darmok episode of Next Gen as a play, and you go see it as outdoor theater, which sounds awesome to me. But Let me know it, when the, they it is... do a Battlestar troupe, and I'm packing my bags tomorrow. All right. Be, be happy with Next Gen. We've <laughs> sure come a long way. Come on, <laughs> in Brad. Theater never happy, man. On TV, but it, <laughs> I, it's amazingly from the show to me. I don't know. When you... I actually know some people who do that, the Trek in the Park, and I, I, I don't know if that was already existing or if they saw Portlandia and decided that was a cool idea. Oh, okay. But, like, the thing about that is that, like, when that show started, from space? Portlandia started, I didn't know anybody who was actually like that. Now I know lots of people. And guess yeah. what? None of them are from here. <laughs> yeah. When did, how long have you lived in Portland, Zach? Uh, about 12 years. Yeah. What was and so it? I've definitely seen everything. Were people shitty when you moved there? No, nah, but it was, it was a little bit weird for us because we didn't really stay there. Mm. We basically crashed on couches there for... Yeah. A month out of the year. We were always out on tour. Yeah, so we just kind of, we practiced there and we, we got a storage unit there. But yeah. so people were never that mad at us. We never took up much space in town, right. you know? And anytime we went and did something, we just, it was, you know, it was supporting the local community. And then we just take off and not stick around. So yeah, they were kind of cool with us. But 
That's not the not the case for most people. No, it seems all. it seems like it's weird. The Californians thing seems weird to me. That's the only place people come from with money. I feel like that. It is the largest be. group of people who move here. The most of them are from California. That's that because we're being forced out of our affordable neighborhoods thanks to gentrification. That ain't not, well, that ain't and fucking problem. It's now, motherfucker. <laughs> Who's pushing the Californians out? Well, you guys don't have any water down here. Yeah, I humans mean, are from... supposed to live where there's no water. How frustrating is it? We got a lot of water to the there. ocean, and we have no water. It's, it's, it's mind blowing. Like we should be able to yeah. do. How have we not? Is there not a Brita filter? <laughs> there's a buy. You like take you'd a picture think, of. Like, we were talking water. about the technology and stuff. You know, I know you got to wait. I hate. You know, you're saying you gotta. You hate yeah. when Uber's nine minutes away and you gotta wait oh. that long. But I feel like there's the technology to just make uh just make, know, help let us drink make, the ocean that water, water for us you know come on <laughs> fucking a it's right there it's just teasing us what's science even doing if we're not drinking oceans yet oh man <laughs> turning almonds into milk i think mainly yeah the, oh, yeah, the yeah. edge the yeah, edge of milks. the new galaxy phone <laughs> has notifications now so you don't oh have to well look, that's cool look at the main front of it you can oh, well, look fuck, at the edge of the phone <laughs> For your notification. I don't need water. I'll just use that to order water from Amazon Prime now. Now serving the Los Angeles area. Two-hour delivery. They don't sell weed, though. I checked. <laughs> no weed on Amazon Prime now. God damn it. So, um, Amanda. I'm moving to Portland. <laughs> one of the things I found uh, this morning when I was researching this. So, you've been there forever. Are you familiar with inclusionary zoning? Have you heard that phrase? I think I, can, I think I can work out what it is. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. When people complain about people moving to Portland, inclusionary zoning never comes up. And inclusionary zoning is basically a law that says if you're building a new development, you have to set a certain portion of that housing aside for low-income people. Show like, me a hero. Like, there's, there are apartments in Santa Monica right now that are really nice that I make too much money to rent. And you don't have to be, like, super poor. Like, the threshold is, like, 50000 or something. Yeah. And, like, that's not a lot of money if you live in Santa Monica unless you're in a place that has affordable rent. So in Santa Monica, even though it's really kind of a gentrified area, there's still housing that people can afford. And Oregon and Texas are the only states that forbid laws like that. You cannot, in Oregon, force people to provide cheap housing. And that happened... Because home builders in Portland in 1999 pressured the Oregon Home Builders Association to lobby the state legislature to make inclusionary zoning illegal. So basically, the people of Portland fought for this. They wanted it so people couldn't move to Portland and buy the affordable housing that the people in Portland wanted to buy. So they got that, but now they want to overturn it because now it's forcing them out never going to happen. They tried to overturn it in July 2015, and it died in the Oregon Senate. So, mm. for all the complaining about Californians, it's really Portland that kind of set the stage for all this. We keep it weird. Yeah. 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 Like we just kind of fucked ourselves in hindsight. Yeah, yeah. Keeping it weird. It's going to be hard to do. It's still California. It's be hard Portland. to keep it weird. <laughs> once, uh, once the people turn in downtown LA into a 
tourist spot come to town. <laughs> yeah. Although, doesn't this also mean that Portland is better and more appealing than Texas? Because, like, they, of the, if there are two states that are that way, they well, totally what I was won. thinking, like, I, they won the race. I wonder if True. that's how Austin happened. In Austin maybe. keeps it weird as well. Yeah, yeah maybe sister cities. But if you I talk bet. to anyone from Austin, they're like, "Oh, there's too many, there's too many rich people moving here and making it less weird." Yeah, isn't right. it weird when yeah. there's just a cool place and people want to go there? I know it's like it's crazy. <laughs> I don't fucking get it. Yeah, there's jobs. And it's cheap there. There's like right. stuff to do. Yeah. Fuck wants to go there. I don't know. I'm out. I grew up in Peoria, Illinois. There's nothing to do there. Oh yeah, I guess to you know preface this whole thing. I'm from Wasilla, Alaska. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like everywhere I go is progressive. And... <laughs> How many people are in Wasilla? It's actually, it's grown quite a bit. It's actually very progressive for Alaska. Oh but, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Definitely is. Uh, really, but there's probably like what eighty thousand. It's a big town. Oh, shit. It's a big town. But they count thing. everybody. Like, John and I were best friends, went to the same school. He lived an hour and 20 minutes away from me. And so did my yeah, my other best friend. What? Lived 45 minutes the other Whoa. direction. So there's just a lot of space. It's okay. the, you know, it's it's very, very big and not a lot of people. So it's only like one school. That's one town where everybody comes and works and shops. But everybody lives out in the middle of nowhere. I live huh. in town because I'm a city boy. City boy. City boy with his Groceries that don't that don't go bad when they drive home. <laughs> no, for real though. When we were growing up, the produce section was laughable. It's now I didn't know what an avocado was. So I was like 19 years old. It was crazy. I'd never seen it. We just didn't have. Yeah. We had potatoes and cabbages and stuff like that. Everything else just you know buy peaches from California. By the time I got up there, they were just frozen and yeah. gross and shitty. I've always wanted to see Alaska. It's beautiful. I've always yeah. But yeah, let's go do a show in Alaska. Yeah, uh, that would be let's great. Let's go do the small town pit bull had to do. We don't want you Californians up in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Alaskans want everyone they can get there, probably. Yeah, just, Alaskans don't care. There's please like please people. fill this fucking yeah. space. Put a, house, put a fucking house here. Yeah. Come on, let's kill that bear. Put a house up. Yeah. It's fine. It's There's too many bears. Not enough people. There's a whole investigation discovery show just about murderers in Alaska. Oh, it's oh. a big thing. It's a... Ice cold killers. <laughs> Once recommended to me, thanks to my interest in Bob's Burgers oh. on Netflix. Really? <laughs> You're into Bob's Burgers? Watch people get murdered in Alaska. Yeah. Oh. That's kind of weird. Just cheered yourself up? Bum yourself the fuck out. I thought you just knew about it's it because like you love that experiment. channel. Like, that's your jam. Oh, no, I do. Yeah, yeah. Investigation Discovery is my shit. It's what I watch yeah. when I'm depressed. <laughs> but, it, uh, yeah, there's a whole one about Alaska. Yeah, there's, there's just so much space. And you always kind of wonder, that's kind of how it started. You know, people would go up there to escape. And it's very easy to get away with anything up there. There's so much, there's yeah? so much room. Like what? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever you want. <laughs> Commit some crimes. Yeah. I haven't ever committed Bloody. a crime. That's a lie. I've been arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like I get it. I get to finish up on Oregon. I get it. Like I get that people coming to town sucks, but it happens everywhere. And Portland just seems so snooty about it. But it's all. I feel like it's also gonna happen or is already happening in colorado too like i've seen a lot of articles where people are like don't come to colorado just because we have weed we don't want you well then don't have recreational weed if you don't want motherfuckers showing up to smoke it yeah like that's your fault like (laughs) california doesn't have that so we don't have it like yet we will so you're saying that i should just stop being so cool yeah 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 just tone it down a little okay Scale it All right. back. I have to. Uh, My favorite thing about this debate is that no matter what side you're on, whether you're on my side and you hate the goddamn dirty foreigners, 
for coming in here and segregating everything, or you're on your side because you love segregation, you're racist. Yeah. Everyone on both sides is racist, which I love because I love racism. Who doesn't? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. It's the bedrock of this show. Foundation we're built on. <laughs> Speaking of that, let's talk about France. There's a yeah, bunch of racist yeah. fucks in France. France, I'm assuming every country has its own Wikipedia page dedicated to its rampant racism. Racism, racism and many, the many coast. sections and varieties. What's great about France is, is it covers every race. There's racism against white people, Romans, <laughs> Italians. Like these, each of these are sections. Uh, racism against Chinese people. What do you want? France has it. If you hate someone, come to France. <laughs> And France is getting a lot of credit right now because they're taking in a bunch of Syrian refugees, which, fine, but... Okay, cool. Yeah. Like, it's great that they're doing it while everyone's watching, and they almost have to. But they're probably being super pretentious about it, too. Yeah, they're going to be shitty to those people when (laughs) they get there. Right. And when I was looking into this, I've always known France was racist as fuck, but I didn't really know why. And they have a line in their constitution that guarantees everyone the exact same rights regardless of race ethnicity or anything which seems great but the way they implement it is that once you're a citizen of france all of those things that ethnicity doesn't matter you're just french you're not black you're not white you're just french so every all of those protections that being somewhere like america would protect you from like racism like people discriminating against you yeah. You almost can't discriminate against people in France because there's no ethnicities to discriminate oh. against. So those groups end up getting a lot of their rights taken away as opposed to having more freedom. But free health care and they get like six weeks off work every year. Yeah. And they also sneak in a, a laws about the hijab and things like that. Yeah. In spite of it. Yeah. They have a, uh, a law in France called the French Law on Secularity and Conspicuous Religious Symbols in Schools. And it's people normally just talk about it as the hijab law because it prevents women from wearing uh, Muslim women from wearing hijabs in public. But it's not just that. Like you can't express any kind of faith in any religion in like a public school setting in France. Oh, which great. Yeah. Does it like we act like that's what we want, but that's not what we have here. Like what we want here is for people to not teach it in schools. But we don't want people to like, oh, you're a Jew. You can't. Yeah. Wear a star of David to school. Yeah. Like that's not cool. That's strict. That's really harsh. And that's what, what it is in France. But people take that to be like really progressive and liberal. Well, and I think they take the whole country as it too. Like it's the anytime a conservative American politician is like, ah, oh, these liberals with their and they they just compare them to like smoking art film watching French people. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the standard they just show shorthand. Nip- they just show nipples in like advertisements and everybody thinks yeah. that they're like, you know, Super right. liberal. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like France, just billboards all... of naked people, yeah, and then France, everybody will think right. they're cool. Yeah, they're like, we show, we show titties on TV, and our f- president fucks every woman. Right, right. Okay, but that's not great. Like, <laughs> like, he, like he could probably focus on other things besides eighteen-year-old yeah. Italian chicks. Like, what if they're, what if they're merely not ashamed of their bodies? Maybe that's all. It's, maybe they're merely like. <laughs> Not self-hating. Maybe that's... Well, what's that all about? Don't do that. Hate yourself. Like an American. Yeah. God damn it. Is it have you been to France? I'm sure you've been oh, to yeah. France. Oh, yeah. Last time. Yeah. Yeah. 
I've never been to France. You've been to France, Alex? Once cool. at my uh, my study abroad semester, I went to France for like four days. I also it was my uh, my mom had been very worried about me because she she went to Europe at at a time before like easy debit card ATM access all the time, and she was like, "You have to have travelers checks. You have to pack travelers checks." for like a stack of your money because then you'll be safe if you're in some place that doesn't have an ATM even though that's the did plan. Did you wear a fanny pack? I did not wear a fanny pack. Oh, no. Did I one did. Of those I... things it was like a necklace kind of thing that you wore underneath oh, yeah. your shirt. <laughs> Ordered it from Sky Mall. I know that thing. <laughs> I would just roll money around my penis. Like roll it around. <laughs> the coins were tricky. But I so I had I hit a point where I was like I guess I should just use these travelers checks, but I don't speak any French and when we had been in uh, uh, Amsterdam before checks. that, and everybody was like, yeah, no, obviously we speak English, too, and you don't speak Dutch, obviously, we'll just talk. But <laughs> I had people at a French bank that I went into let me, like, wave the check, and like, this is what I want to do, and how do I help, please? And they just let me do that for about 15 minutes, and then they were finally, like, finally spoke to me in English. And they were, <laughs> yeah, you, you do it over here. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, th- there's always that, that little thing. We... We, uh, we always stay at the same hotel in the same part of town, and there's this coffee shop that's delicious. It's right up the thing. But if you uh-huh. order anything, but if you order, like, a cappuccino, the guy will act like he doesn't know what a cappuccino is. Like, he's like, uh-huh. you mean coffee with, like, milk, pussy? And, <laughs> and I'm, like, I'm like looking up at the board. I'm like, it says cappuccino right there on your sign. <laughs> Give me a break. I know you know what a fucking cappuccino is. But, it, but it's also it's part of the charm. It's part of, you know, I like going to seeing the real thing i like you know they know i'm not from there and they can they can talk shit it's funny yeah if they come to yeah. portland i'll talk shit on them yeah <laughs> right damn right <laughs> come to portland france yeah see what happens then <laughs> the taken movies are one of my favorite uh film franchises to make jokes about and my favorite thing in the first taken movie is when uh liam neeson's wife buys their daughter a trip to france and he's like she can't go to france People get kidnapped in France. Who the fuck's ever heard that about France? Like, no one, like, I've never heard, you can't, it's not safe there. But sure enough, she got kidnapped immediately. What a great movie. I, I have a very particular set of skills. Yes. Skills. Skills. Making a nightmare for people like you. Yeah, it is. Acting I- skills? <laughs> Listen to how I sound on the phone. It's scary, right? Give me my daughter back. Right. No? Okay. <laughs> sell that pony I bought her for her birthday. Remember he bought her a fucking po- She was like, Dad, I'm an adult. And then, like, her stepdad buys her a pony. Like, he bought her a karaoke machine for her birthday. Is this in the movie? Yeah, it's like the opening scene of the movie. He uh, shows up. At, one? Yeah, he shows up at her birthday party. Yeah, yeah. And, she wants uh, to be a singer. And she wants to be a singer, and he brings her, like, a karaoke machine. And she's <laughs> like, Dad, I'm an adult now. And then stepdad shows up with a pony, and she loses her shit. It's like, you're not an adult. And that is weird. Yeah, that pony's not going to get you a fucking recording contract. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it sings. Sing it. What if it was a singing pony? Taken 4. Taken 4 is about someone kidnapping the Taken, the the singing pony. (laughs) Taken 4, the singing pony! You just see them riding away. (laughs) Take me instead! (laughs) That was the horse singing after Liam Neeson. Right. <laughs> Amanda, have you ever yeah. been to France? Nope. <laughs> have you ever been to Canada? You're close to Canada. No. Because I hate foreigners, remember? Have you ever been to Eugene? Home of the Nike headquarters yeah. where Steve Prefontaine crashed into a brick wall. Mm. Heavy, I didn't know about heavy guys, any of I know. that. 
too soon. Yeah, my my dad made a point of running. He he likes to run, and he ran on the like Oregon University track because that was like Steve Prefontaine's track. He yeah. like made a pilgrimage sort of when he was there. I had an ex. Her brother was a big runner, like a distance runner. What a fucking weirdo! But he was like super into Steve Prefontaine, but yeah. also really strict about not drinking. So when he took us up to show us where Steve Prefontaine crashed. Like the first thing I said was, "Oh shit, he was drunk." Like he he def because he was leaving a party, yeah. and I'm like, "Yeah, he mm. just like fucked up. Like he's lived here forever. Like he just fucked up that corner, and like he was very obviously drunk." And her brother got so mad. <laughs> like, no way, he was an athlete. He was like, dare. "Yeah, he's a drunk athlete who drove into a fucking rock." That's why he died? <laughs> Athletes that can't handle their booze. Yeah, Steve Prefontaine had tough luck. Uh, there was a part where he died. And he was also uh, supposed to run in the Olympics in 72, and that's when uh, yeah. the terrorists stormed and killed all those Israeli athletes. Oh, and, Munich, uh, right. Yeah. Okay. Tragedy, but great Eric Bana movie came out of it. Good movie. Fantastic movie. If you don't Good like movie. Munich, yeah. you're a fucking Nazi. Agreed. Like, you are a straight Nazi. I don't know why. Why Nazis? That's not even the so... conflict in question. You're a Muslim. <laughs> that doesn't have the same sting to it. You're a Nazi. No, 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 you're you're Arab. What? Yeah, I am. You probably just don't appreciate Eric Bana. You don't like Australians. That's it. You, uh, you hate... Uh, well, yeah, but who does? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even include them because no one thinks they're progressive. Like, that is racist yeah. island. That's all Australia is. It's amazing. I had a friend who gave me shit because I posted a thing about Thanksgiving. And she was in Australia. She was like, oh, you, the day you killed the Indians? It's like, you're still killing people. Like the, oh, wow. Yeah. Let the aborigines move into town, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk shit to me. Let's talk about California. Amanda, you said you'd never move to California. What if Cracked made you? Like they did me. They didn't make me. Oh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily uh. never move to California. I would never move to L.A. Yeah. Mm. Or like San Francisco. San Francisco's great if you're homeless. It's fantastic. I'd rather not be. I lived there for three months. It's, uh, That's kind of my whole deal. There's a Vice article about how the, the apartment I lived in in San Francisco got taken. <laughs> my friends like, tried to sublease it, and the woman like, didn't want to leave, so she told his landlord that he was subleasing it. He'd had it since 97. He's paying this. $750 a month Whoa. in San Francisco, That's where insane. rent is like That's amazing. three grand. Yeah, when he rented it to me, he charged me twelve fifty a month. It's the only way I could live in San Francisco. Man. Speaking of gentrification. <laughs> see there it's like Google and shit. Like Google has all their headquarters like on Alcatraz or some shit. Yes, but then they accurate. have <laughs> their employees have to take a boat to work. <laughs> they kind of But then they have buses that run all through San Francisco in like apartments close to those bus lines. Rent is like thirty five hundred a month. And they're all right. shitty neighborhoods because most of San Francisco is. Yeah, people can't afford to live there either. And you don't hear them complaining about Californians moving to town. Because <laughs> it's in California is the joke there, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but still, California, I think, isn't... California's not as progressive as it feels. I feel like California's a lot like New York in that we have Los Angeles. New York has New York City. So that makes that state seem a lot more liberal than it is. But it's just because all the people live here and all the like yeah. crazy racists and militia members just go to like Northern California and it's a nightmare up there. Well, and, and there's just like kind of 
a lot of garden variety conservative people in the suburbs and near cities of all those places. Like it's sort yeah, of like, Orange County like I'm from like... the suburbs of Chicago and the collar counties around Chicago are very conservative and remind me of Orange County quite a bit. Cause it's, yeah. cause there's sort of a trait, but those people, you don't really realize they're there cause Illinois tends to go Democrat all the time in national elections, but there's yeah. like a strong conservative base outside the major city. Yeah. Iowa was the fourth state to legalize same-sex marriage. I bring this up all the time when I talk about California not being that progressive. And since they made same-sex marriage legal, it's never been overturned. Like, they've never even come close to overturning it. Mm -hmm. But California did. They overturned theirs in 2008. And uh, I tried to write this for Playboy, and they told me that the theory is still in dispute. But it's not in fucking dispute. (laughs) The way California made that happen is it was Obama's election. It was uh, the election when Obama ran, 2008. So everyone knew the black vote was going to be huge. And what happened in California is Mormons came in and started pushing Proposition 8 to overturn gay marriage, and they basically capitalized on homophobia in the black community to overturn Proposition 8. And that's why that shit would never work in Iowa. There are not, I know it sounds crazy, but there are not enough black people for that shit to work in Iowa. Like there are conservatives and it's just a bunch of white people, but you'll never get that big uprising of black people going to the polls in Iowa (laughs) that Mormons can swoop in and extort to overturn gay marriage. But you can do that here because we're a really diverse state, but diversity means not everyone is a fucking democrat well it isn't isn't and also isn't legalizing it and then illegalizing it like so much worse than just ever making it legal yeah i mean what a terrible imagine getting married and then suddenly it's invalidated null and void yeah unless you were super unhappy right yeah you just wake up one morning like babe free divorce we're divorced (laughs) just the best (laughs) be amazing brett what was that look for did i scream too loud a little bit. Your dainty little eardrums. That's fine. Your dainty little Brooklyn <laughs> eardrums. Fucking former circus carny. Yeah. Amanda, Brett used to be a circus carny. Did you know that? Cool. Yeah. I don't think so. You don't think what he used she to She doesn't be? believe it. She doesn't believe it. She doesn't believe anything yeah, from I... someone's mouth who lives in California. Yeah. Well, she can't see his strongman outfit and big mustache. Yeah. Uh, My her classic. 1920s bathing suit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should have a 1920s bathing suit. Let's get one. They probably saw him on Abbott Kinney or something. I'm sure yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. Abbott oh. That's another, like, Venice used to be really cheap, and now it's, like, the most expensive. I told Alex this. I saw a guy on Airbnb renting a tent yeah. in Venice. Like, it was <laughs> what? Just a, just a tent in his backyard, and he was like, you have access to the bathroom. Like, I know. I'll be in your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> shit in there if you're going to make me sleep in a tent. <laughs> shit in the tent, pal. Your backyard will have access to my shit. <laughs> Oh, Airbnb. But yeah, California, they overturned gay marriage. And Orange County is just racist as fuck. Like, that's considered mm-hmm. Los Angeles metropolitan area. Is Orange County still considered? LA metro, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, even within LA, you get rich people are always fucking racist. Orange County is basically a mega church that's like the size. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And if the angels can claim to be in L.A., the rest of them can. Like it's it's sort it's sort of connected, you know. It's kind of part of it. Yeah, what I, I just I just assume everyone. <laughs> I I don't know Orange County very well, but I assume there's like a lot of Lucille Bluths, like because like oh, yeah. the rest of Elman's set there. I assume a lot of the people there are, are along those lines. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever even. I mean, I'm sure I've been to Orange County. Like what? 
I've been to Irvine. I've, I've hung there. Uh, what? I've, I've hung there. It's uh, yeah. It, it's kind of weird. It's um. I bet. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's pretty white. Pretty yeah. white there. I had an accident. People get. I noticed this. The one thing that I just noticed is uh, when I get up and I'd go get coffee, people would get in workout get, like yoga pants just to walk their dogs to like Starbucks to get coffee, and that's like like. But they put on workout gear to do that, <laughs> oh. and then just go home, and that's like the workout. Yeah, yes. walking to get a soy latte, and then. Walking back. Wear yesterday's clothes like a regular person. <laughs> yeah, no, right. I bet they shower first. Like yeah. Assholes. Uh, I don't shower till I have work shit to do. I know. Like at the office. <laughs> Beyond that, and you gotta conserve the water. Heads anyway. up, ladies, I reek. <laughs> <laughs> Smell terrible. Yeah, I don't have enough. I guess you, enough. There was that one. Uh, that one thing you sent about Pomona, like the the neo Nazi rally against the California Dream Act, something like that. Yeah, that yeah, amazing. Okay. Yeah, California is like the Dream Act is a thing that like they've been trying to pass forever, but California has its own version of the Dream Act. And yeah, there was like a fucking Nazi rally in Pomona just to protest the Dream Act, which yeah. It's just like a thing that lets immigrants like go to school and things. It's not that bad. Not that bad. It's not bad at all. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yes, there's apparently a neo-Nazi outfit in Pomona. Not surprised. Yeah. You've been to Pomona? No. Wait. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Con- no. I don't know. Fuck? I don't care. <laughs> Fucking Pomona. <laughs> Fuck you, Pomona. <laughs> Fucking skinheads. What's well, I mean, and I think part of why some some of these things can be surprising is like. Like, in my head, France is still the 1800s version of France, partly, in all the good yeah. ways. Like, it's all art and cafes and things like that. And, yeah, like, yeah. and like a city like Pomona is golfers. Like, it's just all that. And so you oh, don't think of... Pomona's like, kind of sketchy. Pomona can get, oh, Pomona okay. can get yeah, I pretty mean, gnarly. I Party's yeah. hard. It's fun there, though. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I've, had, I've had great nights in Pomona. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind Pomona. Pomona! <laughs> doing a show Pomona. there. There's also places, like... Eh, maybe not so much France, but like take Japan, where a lot of the culture is they teach their kids to, you know, you know, stay in line, don't stand out, don't question yeah. anything. And so the people that do step out of line go really far out. That's why they're they're fashion and their art and yeah. their their shit yeah. gets crazy because they go so they step so far out. But and so everybody would think Tokyo is like, oh my god, that place, all the art and, and yeah. fashion that comes out of there and the food is is nuts, but like all the traditions are very, very tight. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading, yeah. uh, there's a story about the Beatles when they played in Japan once, and they put gifts on the seats for everyone in the audience, and everyone left them there, because no one told them they could take them. And that's yeah. how it works in Japan. Everyone's like, so polite. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's amazing. It's like, we uh, uh, we did a, we played a show there, and we did like a signing, which is usually like a bunch of people talking, like kind of going over each other, trying to get autographs uh, and stuff, and you know, obviously, you know, we weren't huge in Japan. But everybody was so just single file line, very respectful, they just... Shook Crazy. your hand, bowed, and just like, thank you so much. Moved along, and like, it was nuts. Mm. Everybody was just very polite. And they hand you, uh, there's one thing I really like, whether it be McDonald's or whatever, anything, anytime you buy something, the person will hand it to you with two hands to establish how much value it has. No matter what it is, you get a double cheeseburger, they <laughs> hand it to you with two hands Whoa. and kind of bow, and, and I'm like, Man, double cheeseburger is going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. Everything, everything was great there. I had so much fun. This Californian it. is moving to Japan. Yeah. yeah. I, love I love order, lines. It's great. Fantastic. And then you take it with one hand and they banish you from the country. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Monster. <laughs> Disrespected our prime minister. Yeah. They see you eating it in your car and you get pulled over <laughs> and, and <laughs> ticketed. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to go to Japan. 
I would, yeah, I, would like I just to. want to go anywhere. Can we? Can I just? Well, leave? my, I'm just going to take off. My my brother's been there and and going off of like the the conception of it being Tokyo and lights and action yeah. and, and like he. But my brother went on a like a student exchange and was in just a town like not a yeah. major city. And he said it was really just calm. Super like it was really. It, he said it was more sleepy than our suburb. Like it's just there were farms and and you know. Stores. Samurai. Like I was like, what's what was like Racist. wild that you got up to? He was like, I went to high school baseball games. That was like, you know, like he read a Nightmare. lot when he was there. Like, yeah, yeah, it was just kind of a place. Yeah, uh, high school baseball. I wouldn't do that here. High school Nothing baseball. Yeah. yeah, no one's watching high school baseball. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Should we? Uh, should we do comments? Yeah. Amanda, if you have a computer yeah. in front of you, go to the most recent episode of the show on SoundCloud, and you can read the comments as well. That's SoundCloud.com. And you can, too, at home. www. <laughs> All right. HTTP colon backslash backslash. <laughs> you know, it's a big world out there. Mm-hmm. It's easy to feel like the things you say don't matter. But I want you to know that's not true. We call this segment Your Voice Matters, where we read your stupid fucking comments from the past couple shows and respond to them personally. Personally, faded out, Brett. I'm always really uncomfortable with how close my mouth gets to this microphone, because I feel like I'm not the only one treating it like, like I'm. This is disgusting. Dan was Dan was talking into that microphone about Donald Trump for nine minutes before you got in today. You talked about Donald Trump on the podcast. Oh yeah. What about? He's gonna be the savior of America. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) Not what we talked. I don't know. Because I was going to talk about Donald Trump on the podcast. Listen to the Cracked Podcast on Monday. Sorry, Adam. What was it? All right, we'll talk about it. Okay. All right, let's do it. Do we have voicemails? We do have voicemails. You can call the voicemail line at 505-3-UNPOPS. That's 505-386-7677, if you can believe it. Here's a question that we got a few weeks ago, and it has been bothering me for some time. I do not know the answer to this question, and I would love for everyone to, to weigh in on this one. Hey, H-E-B and Brett and all of you other people, really simple question for you this week. If you had to put a three-inch by three-inch piece of grass anywhere on your body and it had to stay there forever, where would you put it and why? Thank you in advance for your responses. Three-inch by three-inch piece of what? Grass. Grass. You put a piece of grass on your body and it couldn't go away, where would you put it? That's not a simple question. Is it Kentucky Blue? Is it Crab? Is it what's going on? Put it in my palm so I could smack this guy with it for asking this question. You had like an itchy piece of grass? Put it in my mouth and spit it back. (laughs) (laughs) Forehead. Right on the forehead. You had to essentially live with like an itch, like a little itchy piece of skin somewhere. Where would you where would you have it? Somewhere I could reach. My leg. Mm. My thigh. You'd constantly be scratching it? Yeah. It would look weird though. It would have have to be under my clothes. Accessible, but not visible. I like that this is turning into, like, the best question we've ever had. See? <laughs> Whoa. I think I would want mine, like, in a vacuum. I'd probably just go with a soul patch. Like, yeah, a, gra- a grassy soul patch. Yeah. That'd be good. Amanda, did you hear the question? Where do you, where do you want your yeah, grass I, patch? I am stuck on measuring grass in square inches. Me t- like yeah. A, yeah. A I'd- piece of is like a blade of grass. This is not an accepted unit of measurement for grass. Yeah. yeah. Kind of That's a good point. Get this guy back on the phone. Yeah, I mean, I think the three, the three <laughs> square inches of, or nine square inches of grass is a little weird for a piece of grass. 
I was just assuming like one blade of grass when oh. he, that was three inches long. I was assuming like a little patch of astro. Like okay. Yeah. Oh. Three by along. three. Oh. Three by three. Chunk he said, blade. "Let's talk about this for twenty-five minutes." <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's such a good question. It is. Um, oh damn you! <laughs> it's going to be the rest of our days just sitting at our individual spots, going, "Where am I going to put that fucking grass?" This will be next week's podcast. Yeah, it's going to be going to be all about the grass we grew on our bodies. That was a great question. Do we have another voicemail? We do. Here's one. Oh boy. Hey guys, this is Gary Busey here. I was just wondering uh, if you guys were ever a magical sorcerer. What kind of magical spell would you cast on one another, and would you leave up protective barriers? Thank you. That's all. <laughs> would you leave up protective barriers? That's some sort of magic thing that I don't know. I didn't know you had to leave up protective barriers, but I would assume oh. so. Given the option, yes. I don't. If see I could why just I put up a protective barrier between me and you, that's the magic I'd go for. Does he mean? Do you look, like, why do you look so hurt? Oh. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. I'm not that hurt. <laughs> I'm kind of stoked on that. <laughs> so, cool. what, what magic spell does he mean? Protective barriers, like you know, like whenever there's a genie in a story, somebody wishes for something and then it gets out of control. Does he mean like that kind of barriers? Like I don't know. Gary Busey wasn't. I'm not giving clear. him too much credit. I think. <laughs> yeah, Gary Busey was unclear. Imagine uh, that. Yeah. What would you? What would? What spell would you cast on Brett? Uh, I would I would add th- a three by three patch of grass. No, <laughs> a blade or a patch to the middle of his back where he can't reach it. It's a giant stuff like how palm trees are really a big grass. So it would be one of those. <laughs> that would be ideal. Zach, what uh, sorcerer spell would you cast on oh, God? Pick anyone. Well, and it's kind of sort of the the favorite superpower question, isn't it? Because you can kind of give yourself yeah. like. Uh, powers too if you want yeah, that's yeah. an option but it's more expanded than that but this you have to do to somebody else like i'd say oh okay adam i grant oh, me? you i God grant you it. the gift of flight nice but you have to take me everywhere because <laughs> uber's always late and no that's right you can fly but you like if i need a right. lift somewhere you gotta take me <laughs> that's great that's great i feel like that, that works out yeah i'm totally into that right i Are have you... my protective barrier from brett i can fly get to hang out with zach yeah. I'll take we'll go to some cool places. We'll go to Portland. Well we got damn better. Yeah. Let's go gentrify right. Portland. Yeah. Well and you have With options. You, you can ride him like a luck dragon. You can he can <laughs> I was like going, carry I was you in his talons. Dragon. I was thinking Falcor. Okay, for sure. yeah. yeah, great. Oh, am I gonna have talons? I, it's an option. I'd take just the talons. <laughs> if I could just have talons without the flight, that'd be just as good. Amanda, is there a, is there a spell you would cast on anyone? Who would you who would it be? I don't feel comfortable enough with any of you to be like doing sorcery on you. I don't think we've reached that point in our relationship yet. You're a very responsible cool magician, maybe. friend zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I would just like I would just ask you what you wanted. <laughs> that seems like wow. the safest answer. Okay, that's, that's very nice yeah. of you. I would. What do ca- you guys want? I want you to cast a spell on Brett. That would be mine. <laughs> I just, something like. Give him talons, too, but, like, really dull ones that don't do shit. Super weak talons. I want sharp, powerful talons, and I want Brett to have dull, kitten-mitten talons. I would annoy you. But now I feel really bad for, like, casting a spell on Brett. Like, I don't even know you, Brett. Like, this is... That's why it's nothing. It's like, it's nothing. He's he's that guy with the weak talons, if you're trying to pick him out. Yeah, yeah. Always tapping on the table. It's like a natural... It's a natural selection thing. He's on his way out with those weak fucking talons, anyway. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Do we have have any more voicemails? No, that's it. 
We should read. Man, what a creative bunch. Good job, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's read uh, text comments. Oh, was last because last episode was the one with Vanessa and, and the the rap battle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. She's so great. Yeah, that was fantastic. And someone... Uh, I fucking love her. Yeah. Holla at your boy said, here's a pretty popular opinion where I'm from, but not so much on the internet, apparently. White people rapping is not cute, funny, or amusing. It's terrible, always. Makes me cringe. That shit got played out way before Malibu's Most Wanted. Is that when white raps? What the fuck? That was the peak of white rap. (laughs) (laughs) The pinnacle of white rap. Start straight out of Compton. (laughs) Eminem, all that was leading up to a movie. (laughs) That goes for Eminem and Asher Roth, too, and includes Egyptian or Mexican or whatever the F this chick is. Well, that's kind of racist. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah. Wrong. She's wow. none of those things. She is Guatemalan. And uh, Vanessa, she replied, and it's really long. Vanessa, come on this podcast and do a rap battle just at that comment. <laughs> yeah, why doesn't monologue. your reply rhyme, Vanessa? <laughs> no, it's in verse. It's like there's, oh, a, yeah. there's a staccato. There's Rose, like a, yeah, a, yeah. a cadence to it that yeah. you can't read. And then she starts listing that. Oh, man, it kind of does. Yeah, she starts listing battle rappers. It's at like the a, end. it's like slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> slam poetry. We should do a whole slam poetry episode where we just <laughs> have like six guests come on here and talk about the world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have enough sleep. I am tired, tired, tired. <laughs> All right, I got twenty-five more minutes of this. Another question what's with the spanish at the start of the podcast i don't know google it there has to be someone who speaks spanish who can translate it vanessa mm. yeah yo vanessa you should have been a hairdresser <laughs> <laughs> your rhymes Amazing. are a mess uh, she should have just that shot was, her that was rough. yeah that was bad times Nazib Bouali says nearly all Dave Matthews band songs are over six minutes long. Personally, I'm a fan, but I suspect Adam and Brett are not. You are 50% right. I'm not a fan. Shut Stop lying. I'm not a fan, but I would like to see him in concert because I think he's and his band are probably really great musicians. I'm sure they are. I would probably like to, you know, imbibe some stuff and just check it out. Yeah, I mean, you could do that anywhere, though. You don't have to go see Dave Matthews. <laughs> you know what the crowd's going to be like, right? All Dave Matthews fans? All white people. Oh, yeah. Californians. Well, I heard from you, but uh, I think somebody in Chicago put up a little memorial to the spot where Dave Matthews' (laughs) tour bus... Exp- Dave Matthews tour bus was going over a bridge in Chicago, and the driver hit the expel all the bus bathroom waste out of the bottom of the bus button, and it just like landed on a boat full of people in the Chicago <laughs> River. Oh my god! And somebody put up like a recently just left like a anniversary of this date in like on that spot on the bridge because amazing. Yeah, that needs to be wow. memorialized. <laughs> You forget your history, you're just doomed to repeat big... it. It's also, it's... I also, it's completely not Dave Matthews' fault. He's just a bad driver, but I like that it's, it, yeah. I don't know, it's just fun to no, lump him into it. When your name's on the truck, you gotta take responsibility. That's true. Yep. He hired him, yeah. That's true. It's <laughs> your driver. <laughs> That's fucking Man. horrifying. That's hilarious. Um, so happy is Dave Matthews, too. It's like... <laughs> right, it's the best. Yeah, that's, that it's him. That's perfect. Yeah. Uh, someone wants to know what me and Vanessa heard in South Central Los Angeles. I've told everyone in this room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, so yeah. because then if I get killed, like we're all going down. Marcos Mendoza you says, like, "Do you guys think Robert Evans sounds like Quincy Johnson?" I do. I do. Now that he mentions that, I guess they both have higher pitched yeah. voices. 
They do sound alike. Kind of, yeah. And they're from Texas, both, right? Evans from Texas. Quincy oh, is Quincy Texas? from Texas? I don't know any of these motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no idea. No, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Evans is definitely from Texas. I, I think never Quincy thought of is it. too. Yeah, maybe that's why they sound alike. Now it's all a lot less exciting. Brett just threw a monkey wrench in that. <laughs> Christian Casal says, nice try, Swaim. We all know ATB hates animated films and wouldn't touch the Iron Giant. Nice ATB impression, though. I still don't think I sound like Swaim. Oh. Think I sound. People no, say that on don't. the podcast a lot. Speaking of Iron Giant, here's Swain. Our fans did. DJ, drop that beat. <laughs> our fans last week did a good job of harassing Dan O'Brien on Twitter about the Iron Giant. Oh yeah, should we Iron Giant someone? <laughs> so we, um, we came up with this plan last week. Yeah, we. Uh, I just like jokingly said, "Hey, Dan O'Brien loves the Iron Giant, and he's probably got a copy in his desk. So just." tweet at him and ask if you can borrow it and uh a lot of people did and dan was really unhappy so stop tweeting at dan tweet at jeff may instead tweet jeff may <laughs> tweet at jeff may hey there jeff Rowe. and ask him i don't know what should we have people ask him if no if they, if he has a copy of the iron yeah giant, should we just do the iron giant every time yeah yeah, yeah. tweet at jeff may if you're uh listening to this ask and- him about the piece of grass yeah, ask him. Yeah, ask. <laughs> yeah, ask him either where on his body he wants a piece of grass. Three by three. Or ask about the Iron Giant and don't say <laughs> shit about this podcast. Right. Just out of the blue, just start doing it. We'll link to his Twitter in the comments if you can. Yeah, it's at Hey There Jeffro. J E F F R O. What a weirdo. Yeah. All right. Do we have any more comments? Should we get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Paul Nevia says genocide. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good place to end. Do we have anything to plug? Uh, this runs... Oh, this goes up to Tomorrow. the 23rd. So, yeah, me and Alex, we're doing a show at the 3rd at Hollywood yeah. Hotel. Yeah, October 3rd at yeah, Hollywood Hotel. Uh, my friend Joel Samataro is putting it on. Uh, Danny Fernandez is on it. Laura Crawford's on it. Uh, a lot of other comics. It'll be great. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then the uh, Darkest Hour show is October 9th. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. The girl from the AT and T commercials. What's her name? Brett? Milana Weintraub. Yeah, good friend. Yeah, she's going to be uh, delivering all your racist jokes. Fun fact for all those like cracked heads out there: me, Milana, Swain, it, and both Katies <laughs> all went to college together. I refuse to good believe times. you went to college. <laughs> Zach, do you have anything to plug? Man. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> nothing. 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 They just broke up yeah, right yeah. before the podcast. We're, uh, we're, really, uh, we're really disappointed. I feel like it's my fault. Weird. All right. We should get the fuck out of here, should we? Yeah. yeah. I think so. Good fuck. <laughs> Alex, say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Brett, say goodbye. Goodbye. Amanda, say goodbye. Get out of my house. <laughs> get out of my state. Zach, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for having me. That was a lot of fun. That was so much Thanks. fun. Yeah. John, say goodbye. <laughs> 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 Goodbye everybody, it's been great. <laughs>